Online. Welcome to Catholic View on this Thursday evening. I'm Shayla Pirsch. Thank you so much for being here with me. Well, as you know, every Thursday I like us to focus on women, right? So today we take a look at women in business. My name is Buti Chakhale, the Archbishop of the Catholic Church here in Johannesburg. And you are listening to Catholic View with Sheila Pires. Welcome back to our Women Feature. This evening we focus on women in business. Women on the African continent are generally treated as second-class citizens. They do not enjoy the same positions as men. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. You should aim to be successful, but not too successful. Otherwise, you will threaten the man. Some men refuse to invest in the education of their daughters because they say they will soon get married. Because I am female, I'm expected to aspire to marriage. I'm expected to make my life choices, always keeping in mind that marriage is the most important. But why do we teach girls to aspire to marriage and we don't teach boys the same? We raise girls to see each other as competitors, not for jobs or for accomplishments, which I think can be a good thing, but for the attention of men. Feminist, a person who believes in the social, political and economic equality of the sexes. Women on the Forefront, a program dedicated to women who are making a difference. With such a high rate of unemployment and stable economy leading to job loss, we are encouraged to think outside the box, to be creative and earn a living. Women across the globe are encouraged to tread new waters. Here in South Africa, for example, we look at the taxi industry, which is primarily male-dominated. But with the introduction of Santaco's Women's Desk, more females have joined the industry. Memory Madihowe is the National Deputy Chairperson and Gauteng Chairperson of Santaco's Women's Desk. Today, she encourages women to consider joining the taxi industry. The purpose of the formation of this Women's Desk is to see to it that the women uh, who are in the industry already due to some unforeseen circumstances because majority of our women are, are widows. And we are also interested in drawing in the, 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 the newcomers to, 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 to show them that you know, this industry is a business and they can also uh, show interest in it. So that is our main role. And obviously to look at the challenges of women in the tech industry because uh, looking at the state, we are now a, 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 like an MHA majority, even though we were not recognized as such. But now, looking at our state, we are a majority, but the, 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 our voice is just so low that uh, the national structure decided that we really need to, to be formalized so that we are able to look into our, our issues as women within the industry. Now, speaking of issues of women within the taxi industry, what would you say are some of the permanent issues that you have dealt with? The key issue is that uh, most of the time when a, a woman uh, loses the partner, 
they find themselves having a challenge of the issues of of pain, whereby uh, uh, the, 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 the woman is supposed to to, to, to change the the penis to to be the, the the main owner, and knowing that this is a male-dominated industry, that's where we will find ourselves in the situation whereby women will be you know violated. Sometimes, you know, a, a, a lack of knowledge becomes a problem whereby you find yourself being vulnerable to some issues whereby, as, as a woman, maybe a, a person will say, no, in order to assist you, let's meet somewhere and then we discuss these issues. And then, because the, the, at that point in time, the woman does not have any idea to say, who can assist me? And then she ends up, you know, having those problems that they, they end up being violated, others they end up being uh, 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 the penis being uh, dropped, the vehicles, all those kind of things because of the lack of knowledge. So, and the issue of the the, the taxi violence is also a, of a serious concern to us as, as women in the taxi industry because we we feel that uh, even though uh, as men and then the industry is male dominated, yes, we understand, but. Who are the end sufferers with women and children? So that's one of the things that we felt that if this this desk can be supported, maybe at the end of the day we might we might be able to to, to reduce the issue of sex violence because we, we believe that our voice is powerful. And then speaking, of course, about the women desk, it, you've been in existence for four years now. What have you What have you done, and that you could perhaps um, share with our listeners with regards to Women's Month? As you've mentioned, one of the tasks that you have as a women's desk under Santaco is that you need to protect women from this uh, violent acts that do happen within the taxi industry. Yeah, we, 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 we've got our, our own prog- programs as, as women. One of the, the, the key prog- the programs that we, we, we are embarking on is the issue of the, 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 the prayer within the province because as Santaco Housing, we've got five regions. So our program is that we need to go within the five provinces and also pray and also uh, do awareness. Uh, uh, against uh, 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 violence against women and children, and the other thing is that it's, on, it's not only within the industry. Remember, uh, our 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 passengers, they are also affected because we've got women passengers, we've got the youth. You know how they normally dress, and then you will find that they are also violated because they can't be free within our taxi range. Those are some of the things that we are trying to say to our our counterparts being the drivers to say, uh, we are people and we need to be respected. In order for this industry to be respected, we need to start there so that everybody is, is, is comfortable uh, about our, our, our transport. And then looking at the brighter side of the taxi industry, I was looking at a statement by the South African taxi um, industry empowering female entrepreneurs in minibus taxi. How has this changed um, your desk, seeing that you're dealing with women who sometimes don't know how to go about coming into the taxi industry? What are your comments about this? Yes, we, 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 we are for the shared values and the, 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 the collaborations 
because we really uh, feel that you know people should view in this uh, industry as a as a business. So we've got the the, the 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 women who are coming in as interested parties, not because they are they lost their husbands, but they they see the industry as a business. And SHSKT is one of our partners that are really driving that because obviously they are the financiers and they are also selling the hydros. So we've got newcomers, we've got infant youth, people who will who, who will take this industry further. But really, even even though we, 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 we know how our industry is, but we also see it as a business because we are able to, to, to put bread on the table. And the, 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 the transport, the, the transport in industry itself, you know, it is a vast one. We are not looking at only the taxes, we are looking at, at the growth. But if we can have people who, who from, from, from the youth side maybe, who will be uh, going to universities and learning for trust being to becoming transport engineers. So in the, in the near future, we see a, a different industry. Thank you so much for your time. Any last words? My last word would be the taxi industry is our business. And I just wish that people could view it, you know, in a different way, whereby together as South Africans, we can pray for this state violence to really come to an end. Because really, it, it really hurts uh, as women, because re- remember, our children are used to so many things, even an operator having taxes, you know, the life that my children are living, it's, it's that life that they understand. But once you, you lose a husband and things are, you know, are changing. And then at the end of the day, we are all, we will be also contributing to, 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 to the crime itself. So we are pleading to whoever is involved and then to assist us to keep this issue of sexual violence and the violence against women and children. That is what we are driving as the housing women, uh, women desk. So to all the women in South Africa, I'm saying the taxi industry is open. Don't, 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 don't be scared. We are here. Whoever is having a challenge, the women that is here and is living and is national. It's not only in housing, it's national. I'm also the deputy chairperson of the, the national women day. So I'm just saying to women, Bogoto come in numbers. If you've got any, anything that you need to know about the taxi industry, we've, we've got our, 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 our offices. The main office is in Midran. Then you can just come and get information to say how do you come in, 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 in the, in, in the industry. That's because we really need to, to have the, 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 the new commerce coming in to, to join us, not only coming in as widows, as vulnerable women. As the country's primary form of public transport, the local minibus taxi industry is a prolific cog in the local economy. However, the industry is also one of the biggest business sectors in the country, generating an estimated 50 billion rand in annual revenues. Through its focused initiatives, SA Taxi has invested 3.5 billion into empowering female entrepreneurs in the minibus taxi industry since 2008. And then during this period, 
SA Taxi has increased its female client base by an average of 4.5% per annum, helping to create 8,473 female-owned SMEs and financing 12,092 vehicles, an average of 1.4 vehicles per owner. Maroba Maduma is the communications executive at SA Taxi, and he talks to us a little bit more about this initiative. SA Taxi um, is, is a shared value opportunity and collaboration platform that focuses on enhancing the sustainability of the minibus taxi industry and the entrepreneurs who actually run taxi operations. Now, I'm sure you and I both know uh, uh, that South Africa has about 51% of its population being female, and yet we see less and less true success stories of women in power uh, in comparison to their male counterparts. Now, us as a, as, as a company have realized that through our collaboration with the taxi industry, we've been able to, re- to, to see about a 4.5% increase year on year of small entrepreneurs, uh, I mean, of small businesses that are being run by um, the female taxi owners. But this is not enough, and that is why we're saying that we want to do more. Uh, we've invested so far a good 5.7 billion rand into uh, female taxi owners um, over the years since we've been open. But we feel that with a lot more engagement with uh, places such as the Women's Desk of Santaco, who have been to our offices, who have come in and said, look, we want to see more women in the industry. We want to see more powerhouses that are, are going to be running the taxi businesses into the future. And we want to engage with those, with those types of desks so that we can make sure that there is more available access uh, to, to, to financing and, and insurance and just availability to understanding of how the industry runs. No, this is beautiful stuff. I mean, uh, we are at a time where unemployment rates are extremely high. So this is a great opportunity for women. And of course, being Women's Month, what a way to celebrate. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's, 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 an, it's actually very amazing to understand the ecosystem that is created within a taxi rank space. You know, you're right in that we saw the stats recently that were released um, with unemployment spiking uh, as, as much as it did. And every opportunity that can be used to realize employment and to create employment must be explored. So the ecosystem within the taxi rank space shows us that for every one point, I mean, for every taxi, that we finance, there's at least 1.8 jobs created by that taxi. All right. Now, if you have a look at it, and you have a look at, you go to the taxi rank, and you have a look at what, what's the, what's the, what's the dynamic of the, of the businesses that are in the taxi rank. You've got your taxi owner, whom we, we, we have financed, and by, by them being able to operate in that rank, you have now the ladies, and it's mostly ladies, who are able to start their businesses. They're selling food, and they employ people to actually come and help them cook and, 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 and actually be able to service um, the, taxi, the taxi drivers and the taxi owners at the taxi rank. So through each investment that we make into one taxi, we're able to create more and more jobs within that sector. And what, 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 what actually is empowering to see is that, we, as I said, I see more and more um, women coming into the taxi industry, not just as taxi owners, but also just within that ecosystem of the taxi economy within the taxi rank. As you've mentioned, they're not just there to sell and own little spaza shops mm. here and there, but mm. they also own minibuses. But I've also seen, of course, female taxi drivers. Is there space for females to grow in that um, uh, spectrum of actually driving taxis? You are right in that we are seeing an increase 
in the number of ladies who, who are drivers, so female drivers in the industry outside of just being female owners. And the encouraging factor there, um, Sheila, is that what we, what we know about the industry is more often than not, the new owners come out of the ranks of being drivers. So if we, see, if we start seeing an increase of female drivers, we then can actually start extrapolating that to seeing that we will see more taxi owners who understand the business because they have been drivers and now they can actually own their own fleet. Um, in terms of the safety element, the taxi, the taxi, the taxi industry does, for, for the most part, take care of its own. So essentially, the drivers in the, at the taxi rank will be taken care of by the, by the, by the different associations that work within the taxi rank, and they will ensure that they, don't, they are treated equally. Important to note, Sheila, is that there's been also an increase. So when it comes to Santaco and to the NTA, which are the mother bodies within the taxi industry, there's been a good increase of, of number of, 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 of women who are in the positions of executive levels in there, which means obviously then they will drive, they will drive the safety element and the change element that is required for women. And us as a company, we go in as a safe taxi and we try and facilitate as much as possible engagements to ensure that the safety element is in place. Yeah, that's so true. Hey, you've actually stolen my last question, which was, of course, the safety element around the taxi industry. I mean, we've seen a couple of violent acts in different parts of the country. And whenever we speak of the taxi industry, that's the first thing that we, we think of, that, you know, it's a volatile place. Are we sure we want to see more women involved? But, um, yeah, like you've said, women are actually there also to help bring about that safety aspect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, the, the, the thing about it is, and, and, and as, 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 a, as a boy who was raised by a single mother, I can tell you now, women are very much stronger than men when it comes to instilling discipline in any household. So if you consider the taxi industry as a household, I believe that the more level-headed of, 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 of us as, as a species is actually as women. And we are seeing places like the Eastern Cape in recent times, you know, we, yeah. we've, we've seen a bit of problems there. And the leadership in the Eastern Cape is now female. And we had conflict resolution courses, which they actually asked SA Taxi Foundation to come and be involved in. And since then, there's a lot better engagement in that, in that area. The guys, I mean, the, the industry is, is actually more willing to speak rather than re- and re- react. And again, when you look at the number of the level of violence that, that is um, perceived about the industry, and it, it is, there is violence in the industry, and we condemn it fully as a company, and, and, and we agree with the government and with the taxi associations that they, this is not something they want to see. However, with, about a, with over 1,350 taxi associations across the country, we, there's a small percentage of this criminal element which needs to be thrashed out, and with, with the collaboration of the, the, the organizations and the Santaco Women's Desk, there's a lot more engagement with corporates, with government, with the police, to ensure that these criminal elements are rooted out, and there's more safety and, and thus an easier access for, for, for women into the industry as well. And my thanks goes there once again to Maroba Maduma. Now remember that female entrepreneurs who are interested in exploring opportunities in the minibus taxi industry should visit www.sataxi.co.za for more information. So that's www.sataxi.co.za.
Having pioneered leading lifestyle and event management company Blue Blood in 2008, Shaista Khan Osman celebrates the company's 10 years in business with two excellence nominations in the upcoming 2018 Standard Bank Top Women Awards. Which is to take place next Thursday, the 23rd of August. Shaista commitment and successes for Blue Blood and the soon-to-be-launched World Women's Network has earned her the recognition as a front-runner of gender empowerment in two categories: Top Businesswoman of the Year and Top Gender Empowered Company in Innovation Through Technology. And to that, we say congratulations, Shaista. Thank you so much. I am so humbled. I am truly in awe. I really can't um, express enough how thankful and how grateful I am to my amazing team that surrounds me and my business partner who have nominated for me for these amazing awards. And I am truly going to fill the shoes that they have put forth for me. And now, Shaista, let's start from the beginning. For those that don't know Shaista Khan Osman, you started ten years ago with Blue Bloods, and prior to that, I'm sure there were other stuff that you were doing. Talk to us about your whole concept of women in business. You know, Shaila, that's uh, thank you for that question. That's actually uh, very close to my heart. I started off right as I actually even before I left school, I had. Small businesses, operating, selling clothing, selling confectionaries, selling recharge cards, um, and it was business was always my passion. I was always very passionate about pushing the envelope, doing more, pushing my own boundaries and my limitations, and seeing how far I could get and how much I could do, you know. And um, after school, started my own business, um, had a franchise with the Paragon Generation. From there, moved on, um, worked, studied, as well as opened up my own business. Had one of my very first online stores, which was called Regalo at Fragranza. It was also one of South Africa's first online purchasing fragrance stores, um, and that happened around 2013. And I tell you, I sat tirelessly through the night, uploading every item by item onto that website, and it was. Such a motivation for me to know that no matter if I get one order or I get a hundred, I know that I have done it by my own hand, and that for me was the driving force to see exactly how much you could do with your life. And <clears throat> excuse me. Subsequently, after that, building Regalo at Fragranza up to become an amazing fortuitous company that dealt with the likes of the Ned Bank Golf Challenge. Telcom corporate and across the board with Chat Cellular and moving on to different corporate clients and um, individuals as well. So that gave me a great understanding of business, not only from a individual perspective, from a personal perspective, but it also gave me that corporate experience that I needed. And studying and doing so as well. And then in 2008, 2009, met amazing people, started off Blue Blood. And blue blood literally means royalty. And what the premise of blue blood was to bring was to bring that royal affair, to bring that royalty to every person's life that the company came in touch with. And the company soared from becoming just events to 
large-scale events to becoming co- uh, comedy management. Today we sit with Blue Blood Stable being a host of six individual companies and projects, which is Blue Blood Bollywood. We mm-hmm. are the largest pro- pro- producers of Bollywood throughout uh, Bollywood events throughout Africa. We have Blue Blood Management, where we host the likes of Riyad Musa and Denise Lindy, Timmy Marake, uh, amazing female, strong, strong, strong character, which I absolutely love, and she's actually one of my inspirations. I absolutely love her. And we have, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we have Trident India, we have Amnesty Publicity, and we have our events management and special projects team, and we have our management team, which you would be so happy to know is all headed up by strong, independent women. And I would, it would be remiss of me not to mention that my business partner is also my husband. Um, yes, so and I was going to get to that. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> glad you're talking about it, that, you know, you yeah. and your husband met and somehow you have the same passion towards the business industry. You know, I, I must say to you that I know it's Women's Month, but we, we need to also acknowledge, or I need to acknowledge, that my husband is an amazing individual who has really lifted me up onto his shoulders, and I am very appreciative of that, as I have done for him on many occasions. So it's a a very hand-in-hand, shoulder-by-shoulder type of relationship. And in saying that, I am very appreciative and very, very grateful to everyone around me who has made these two amazing top women Standard Bank um, nominations possible. Listening to you, I, I realized that, you know, you don't just get to the top by chance. It oh, requires no. a lot of hard work, and that's exactly what you did. You worked hard night and day, like you've mentioned. You'd stay up until late hours of the night, making sure that the work is done, and it's done properly. And this was at a young age. I mean, just out of school, you were able to juggle studies and business and combine everything and still make it. And look at where you are today. Ten years down the road after you've started Blue Bloods, you've been nominated for one of South Africa's most, most sought for awards. We're talking about, of course, as you've mentioned, the Standard Bank Top Woman Award. I mean, that's fantastic. Just being a finalist in this, for me, absolutely, it's priceless. Absolutely. It's, you know, for me, it is already to be redeemed and to be re- regarded as a top woman amongst the peers and colleagues and amazing women who have been nominated alongside me. I am so humbled and I am so inspired by them and so thankful to Standard Bank and Top Woman for this nomination. It is really, really something, you know, as a young girl, you see it on TV. I mean, Top Woman has been in existence for the past 15 years. So you see it on TV and you think to yourself, one day that could be me. I hope, I wish, I pray... And, you know, with hard work and dedication and just really putting your knuckles to the bone, you can get there. And I'm, I'm really, I'm actually speechless. <laughs> well done, Shaista. But then the other thing that I really love about you is the project that you've started, the World Women's Network. How did this yeah. idea come about and what is it about? 
So the World Women's Network is an amazing project. It was actually inspired by a friend and colleague of mine. And I must tell you, I sat on the board for the Commonwealth Businesswoman Africa. And by doing that, it really opened my eyes to the atrocities that were around us. And because that was a businesswoman's platform, it just basically highlighted that there aren't really many opportunities for women in business. And that broke my heart. And as we went from embassy to embassy, meeting various people and representatives from all across the world, it opened my eyes more to the fact that, you know what, hold on, business is one fact of life, but we need to actually just stop the conversations and start the action. We need to actually get the education to the children in the rural areas. We have to get sustainable development into the rural areas, to the areas where people are not even considering. We keep talking about urbanization and keep talking about building high-rises, but we're forgetting that there is an entire community on our outskirts that needs to be looked after, that were promised to be looked after. Whether it is in South Africa, whether it is in the north, the east, the south, or the west, there are people all across the globe that are in informal settlements, that are in tented structures in refugee camps, and we need to start actually talking, and, or rather stop talking and start actioning their empowerment. And that was the root and stem of World Women's Network, because it was about giving those people a voice, the sustainable development, the education, the mentorship, and the platform to allow people to actually converse about what is going on, and not something that can be shut down or monitored or just closed off, but really a platform not only for businesswomen, not only for the woman itself, not only for the child itself, but for all across the globe. So every part of your journey as a woman, from a toddler to a, young, uh, to a teenager to a young lady to an aspiring young woman to our elderly and our revered businesswoman and our revered woman of our community, our gogos, our omas, our nannies that looked after us, they also need to be taught how to use this platform and given the opportunity to share their knowledge on this. There's amazing platforms where you can type up your story, you can video your story and share it on the platform. It is such an amazing platform that will just bring women from all walks of life together on one stand, on one stage. And then how do women join this network? We are in the final stages. It's a simple process. There's going, there's going to be a login detail. So the, the website is currently up for information that you want to know about it. It's worldwomensnetwork.org. And the information is up there. The principles of what we're going to be doing is up there. And the membership login, we will obviously put out a huge relief when we are launching it. We have great aspirations because we are partnering up with amazing organizations. And this is what it's all about. It's about networking and joining forces with every single woman from all across South Africa. For now, we focus in South Africa. 
and very soon we move up into Africa and then across the globe. And by saying that, I really mean I don't pick and choose. We don't pick and choose who gets to be part of this, this network. Everyone, anyone can come and form a part of this network. You don't have to be a businesswoman. You don't have to be a mum. You don't have to be a young lady. You can be all three of them to join World Women's Network because it is what the name says it is. Yeah. It is world, for, from our world, for our world, from our woman, for our woman, and it's for you to network. Hmm. World Women's Network. I like that. I like that. You, know. I, you can hear. I'm very passionate about this, Sheila. <laughs> I can hear it. I can hear it. It's a, it's a beautiful concept. I can't wait to be part of it myself, listening to you. Oh, and, uh, I, I hope so. <laughs> and then I, I think of all the women that are uh, listening to you right now and that mm-hmm. want to be successful businesswomen. What would be your mm-hmm. advice? I know that, like you've mentioned, you worked hard for what you have, for where you are mm-hmm. right now, besides the fact that you had friends, family, your husband helping you out, but you worked hard from a young age. What would be your advice to women who want to start something for themselves? I'd like to just quickly add in there that I have thanked my, my spouse and my people around me, but honestly, to my core, it is my parents' blessings and my parents' prayers that have gotten to me with me to where I am right now, and the mercy and the God, the grace of God, because that has really been in my every single step, an amazing light that has just shone over me. I've gone into the most dangerous of areas and been able to network in the most plush of situations, but it's only been God's light that has shone upon me every single step of my way, and I'd just like to add that there. Uh, but to every woman out there, yes, it is difficult. There are no jobs. There are restrictions in jobs. There are so many complications, and you're not either the right color, the right age, the right race, the right sex. Don't let that define you. Don't let that box you in. Think outside the box. Break the box. Break the glass ceiling. Do what you want to do. Become what you want to become. Whether it's not the conventional way, I tell you, Shayla, I did not um, do the conventional way of life. I did not go to a university, stay there for four years. Not that I'm saying that's go to university, people. Don't, I'm not saying that's what you shouldn't do. Please understand that whatever you want to become is right there at your fingertips. The only limitation that stops you is your own mind. Whether you want to become a confectioner, start from home. If you want to become a businesswoman, start from your bedroom. If you want to become anything you want to become, it starts with you. The mind is the only limitation that hinders you from your success, from achieving anything and everything you want to be. And I truly believe that because I am a walking example of it. I love that. I absolutely love that. The mind is the only thing that limits you from being who you ought to be. And above all, when you pray to God, God leads you. God shows you your direction, where you should be going. Absolutely, my love. You know, every time I thought, Where to from here? 
You know, they say God closes the door, opens the window. There has been that continuous journey. You never stagnate. The only time you stagnate is if you go and put a um, blanket around you, jump on the couch and say, okay, I'm not doing anything ever again. And that is the only time that, and even then, someone will come and wake you up to come and have dinner. (laughs) But in saying that, don't ever stop. The world is your oyster. God has put us here. We are only passing through. He put us here for a time. Let's make the best of it. Let us, let us give our spiritual soul the best journey that we can give it. The best imprint on this world is to be the best of you. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. We wish you all of the best. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and to all your listeners. Thank you so much for giving me a hearing. I wanna leave my footprints on the sands of time. Know there was something that and something that I left behind. When I leave this world, I'll leave no regrets. Leave something to remember. This has been your Thursday's edition of Catholic View, a program produced and presented by Sheila Pierce for Radio Veritas. I'll be back again tomorrow at the same time. Until then, God bless you and ciao, ciao. I'm Sheila Pierce.